0: Welcome to the Exceptional Business Podcast, hosted by Nacondra Moran. Join me in this podcast as I discuss all the highs and lows of entrepreneurship, how that intertwines with life, and our own personal journey to success and freedom. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Exceptional Business Podcast. Hope everyone is doing well. I know that it has been a minute since I have made a podcast episode, and I am going to really work on that for next year. I think this year, just being transparent with the move from Canada to Georgia, it has been such a transition, you all, in so many ways, like in a good way, but in a different way because. Just transitioning after being in Canada for like six years, and then moving to Georgia, there was just so many things. Moving to a new house, getting the kids transitioned into school, getting our doctors and dentists and visits together—like they're just. <laughs> I've just been so busy, but I realized. How much I miss doing my episodes here, and I'm so happy to be able to bring you all an episode on today, which is just going to give you a few things to think about as we wind down into quarter four or going into the next year. And it's crazy because I feel like the year has just flown by. I cannot believe we are almost done with 2023. So as an entrepreneur, this is the quarter four. This is a season where you really need to make sure that you are taking a deeper dive in your numbers. I'm gonna give you a few things to think about as we close out 2023 so that you are entering 2024 in the best way possible. If you have an accountant, it will give you some things to think about As far as contacting them or meeting with them. And then, of course, if you do not have one, this is especially important for you so that you can kind of know some things to be looking out for as we get ready to close 2023. What's been going on with ETS, serving our clients? which we are so grateful for. We are also expanding a lot of our digital products so that a lot of business owners who are not necessarily ready to hire or purchase a done-for-you service from an accountant, just making sure that we have resources for them. So there's a lot that's coming and I'm so excited. I am actually going to be making some transitions into the house of CEO so that we really have a shop of planners, templates, spreadsheets, and things that you can really implement in your business. So if you already know, and if you've been on our website, or if you're familiar with any of our digital products, one of our most signature ones is the Exceptional Business Spreadsheet. It is a spreadsheet that is very robust. It has charts, graphs, and really a lot of visual snapshots. That's very nice for it to be on a Google Sheet spreadsheet. So it's not like a boring spreadsheet. Okay. It's exceptional. All right. (laughs) So anyways, this is a spreadsheet that can track your bookkeeping from all 12 months of the year. And then it ties to a yearly profit and loss statement that's able to really show you a visual snapshot of your numbers and have it all itemized and ready for tax time. So I have gotten so much feedback (laughs) on this spreadsheet. What really started as a labor of love just for me to utilize in like with my clients who did not have like QuickBooks or Wave or some kind of accounting software, this was giving them a way to stay accountable with me, a way for them to track their books and their, to track their bookkeeping during the year. And it was just uh, a practice that I had implemented in my calls with my clients to help them see the numbers in a way that teaches them a clarity on their numbers, be the knowledge and the basics of bookkeeping, and three, how all of that ties in to their taxes. So this was a journey that I was really using with a lot of those clients. And then I released it into the House of CEO membership which is now also, you know, I'm going to be creating more digital products and things like a shop outside of the house of CEO. So it's just like a my goal is for the house of CEO to be a general hub for just a lot of resources for the accounting and money side to your business. So that's what I have been working on. That's what I see for the house of CEO. And we have even branched out and we have our own website. So it's www.thehouseofceo.com. I'm super excited about it. Yes, the house of CEO, not house of CEO, thehouseofceo.com. Through so much feedback, I realized how great this spreadsheet is and how it's helped so many people and how it's easy to use. It's very intuitive. And so I am going to eventually have that on the shop so that you can purchase it. And really, by the time that you listen to this podcast, it will be live on the house of CEO.com. If you want to go on there and take a look at the spreadsheet, and it will also have a kind of video type walkthrough of how the spread she looks before you buy it. But I am going to also be creating some other templates as well that are going to be very robust that will allow you to do all different types of things. Because what I have learned in watching so many of my entrepreneur clients is sometimes you want to track things outside of QuickBooks. Sometimes you want to track things that are not necessarily straightforward, right? Right let's say if you are launching you may want to track reoccurring revenue whether that's coming in Thrive card or Sam card and all of that may not be as easily tracked in QuickBooks it may be something that you want to do or your assistant want to do and not necessarily something that you want your bookkeeper doing especially if you're only engaged with them to do monthly books and it may be something you want to do in-house internally with your team that you have. So there are certain things that I've learned over, especially this year and last year, that can help my clients grow their business with these types of spreadsheets that give you these really good clarity. It gives you a lot of data, right? That you can use. Sort of like if you were to attract, sort of if you were to, oh my gosh, if you were going to track like KPIs, right? So similarly, there are certain KPIs that you want to track for the accounting side to your business as well. So reoccurring income, cash collected versus how many sales you brought in, budgeting, right? There are so many different types of metrics that I've learned. And so what I want to do is I'm going to create a lot of robust spreadsheets that you can see in the house of CEO, that can be an add-on that can also give you so much amazing clarity for your business, as well as help you grow your business through these metrics. And maybe give you some things that you haven't even thought of. So I'm excited about that. I'm going to be talking about that more as things develop. But right now, if you are in need of a bookkeeping spreadsheet, please go to thehouseofceo.com and check out our exceptional business spreadsheet. All right, entrepreneurs, here are a few things to think about as we are closing 2023. Make sure at this point that your bookkeeping is up to date and that you have clarity on your numbers. The clarity is important for many reasons. It's important for you to A, self-assess your business, see how your business performed this year, look at your profit, see what the differences were in comparison to last year, or even the year before if you were in business then, see has your business grown, has your profitability went down, see what changes were made, and see what data you can gather from that information. And what I promise you is if you really take a deep dive into your numbers, it will give you clarity on things that you can do to improve. Also assess all of your expenses. This is a really good time to do that because a lot of times we really let those $3 a month, $4 a month, $7 a month subscriptions slide, but all of that stuff really adds up. So taking a deep dive in your numbers is also going to have you look at these little subscriptions you may have that are not even serving you. Things that you need to do, like trimming the fat on some of the expenses so that you can set yourself up for a more profitable year. So if you have not done your bookkeeping, very important that you get started on that, especially if you have not done any all year you can always contact us for a bookkeeping cleanup. We do offer these inside of ETS, but also again, we have the exceptional business spreadsheet that you can use to do your bookkeeping as well. But no matter which option you choose, whether you are doing it yourself in QuickBooks or Wave Accounting, it's very important that you get this done because A, it can give you a lot of clarity so that you can take a look at where your numbers are and assess where you are in your business. Because so many people I know, like as the year closes, you really want to start doing goal setting, goal setting for the next year to really see where you want to be and how you want your business to grow. So definitely take a look at your numbers. And then also that clarity will help you determine if there's any estimated tax payments that need to be made. So if you are an entrepreneur that have, you have never made any quarterly estimates, you have no idea if you're supposed to even be making quarterly estimates, the first thing you need to do is get your bookkeeping completed because your bookkeeping is going to ultimately be able to help you calculate these. And if you don't have it, it's going to be hard for you to do it because your profit determines your tax rate. If you are a sole proprietor, for example, whatever that profit is, not only are you paying regular income tax, but you're also paying self-employment tax, for example. So the profit is one of the key metrics that's needed in order for you to calculate quarterly estimates. So really prioritizing your bookkeeping is so important right now in quarter four, as that can kind of help you see if there's any quarterly estimated tax payments that you need to make or even some year-end tasks around the clarity or the metrics in your business or anything that you need to change before the end of the year. And what I have found to be the most common benefit is A, being able to calculate any quarterly estimates so that you can prevent any tax penalties from being assessed on your account after filing the tax return. Because as you know, If you owe $1,000 or more when you file your tax return, you are subject to a penalty for not making adequate estimated tax payments. So making sure that you make these payments will help you avoid that fee. Also, this is a good time to also look at your numbers and budget and just see if there's any changes that need to be made. So my first tip, of course, is Is your bookkeeping up to date? Do you have clarity on your numbers? Do you need to make any quarterly estimated tax payments, any budgeting changes, any deep dives on expenses that you're paying for, dues and subscriptions? This is a really good time for you to do that. Another tip, do you need to hire in 2024? How was this year for you? Are you burned out? Are you overwhelmed? Do you feel like you need more support in your business? whether that is a full-time hire or a contractor. Take a look at that and that ties into your bookkeeping to see are you able to afford to bring on someone? What would it look like if you brought on an assistant for a certain amount of hours per week? And what I've learned, you all, particularly for like entrepreneurs like women who have kids A lot of that delegation is not always in your business. And especially for entrepreneurs, um, especially like women entrepreneurs who may have children like me, a lot of that delegation is not always in your business. It could be at your house, things that can help you serve and free up some of your time at your house. So examples of this is like, you you having a cleaner come by and help, you having a laundry service, you having some type of meal prep service or even some kind of meal delivery service that makes it easier for you to prep your meals, you having childcare help. All of these are other ways that you can delegate as well. So when I'm asking the question, do you need to hire for next year, not only for your business, but maybe even for your personal life that allows you to focus more in your business or to give you more hours of time back that can help you benefit in some other way, right? So that's another tip and thing to think about as you are closing out this year. And really all of this ties in to your bookkeeping, because of course, if you don't really know what your business has brought in and you don't really have any clarity on your numbers, it's going to be really hard to make strategic decisions. So, so many times entrepreneurs think about bookkeeping with taxes. And yes, they do correlate. They are siblings, but really your bookkeeping tells such a story that you can use to help you determine what you can afford, what can you pay yourself, what can you Afford to hire someone for, you know, you can create budgets and metrics and just so much information that can help you plan. And those plans can be strategic. So you can pretty much have a blueprint to your goals. So always keep your bookkeeping in mind. If you have not done it, if you have not done any of your bookkeeping this year, this is your sign for you to really try to catch up on your books and go ahead and get it done. Another thing to think about is going back to, do you need to hire in 2024? Even if you don't hire, what other changes need to be made in your business? Are there any changes in the business model that you have? Do you need to simplify? Do you need to change some of your products or services? This is a good time to evaluate that and kind of see what services are more profitable than others. And to use those tools to help you determine what is your signature offer? What is something you need to promote more often? Because this is one of your most profitable offers in your business. So not only evaluating if you need help or If you need to bring on or hire someone next year, but also think about, is there anything that you can simplify to make it easier? Is how you're working, is it serving you? Do you need to take a look at your systems? Do you need to take a look at your processes or workflows to figure out, are you being served? Because what I have learned really just trial and error and from working with so many entrepreneurs, you all, a lot of this stuff. Like we think we need to hire, but really a lot of what we're needing is automation. We're really needing someone to either help with systems or that needs to be a focus. You optimizing your systems because some of the things that you're doing, you can either use artificial intelligence you can use there most of any CRM software that you're using has automations that you can use. Of course, there's Zapier. So really just taking a look at your workflows, being able to map those out in a way that's very clear for you and figuring out what can be automated. What are you doing on a repeatable basis that you can take and automate it? And when you're able to do that, some of those tasks that you have will go away because now some of this stuff is on autopilot. So even before you consider hiring, how can you leverage artificial intelligence or automations and workflows to be able to serve you as well? To me, taking a deep dive into your workflows and processes it's always my first recommendation before hiring, so you can be more efficient even when you get ready to hire someone, right? And then that person can do, you know, higher level tasks than the tasks that you could have been automating from the beginning, right? Or what I've seen is you bring in someone and then they automate it for you, and then there's not a whole lot for them to do because what you realize is that what you were missing or a lot of what you were missing were like was actually help with creating workflows, standard operating procedures and processes. So that's another thing to think about as well. Really evaluate that you all. We are in really uh crazy economical times and you don't want to hire someone and invest in hiring and not being able to keep that person. Like for example, if you want to hire a full-time employee, nobody wants to bring someone on and then you have to let that person go. Really just having clarity on hiring, on managing a team. These are not easy decisions, but they are decisions that you can make. But just make sure that you're being conscious and just very sound as you are going through the hiring process as well. All right. And then my last tip for you to think about to make this a short podcast is do you need to evaluate your business structure for 2024? Especially if your business has grown, do you need to transition? So generally a lot of the entrepreneurs that we serve are either sole proprietors or S corporations And so that transition from going to a sole proprietor to a S corporation is a big topic, right? So make sure that you are watching your numbers, especially as your profit continues to creep up into the 40,000, 50,000, 60,000 of net profit. So that's the income minus your expenses. That's a good indicator that you need to talk with an accountant Again, this is not something that you want to DIY yourself. You want to speak with an accountant so that they can run the numbers for you with your personal situation so that you can make sure that it's a good fit for you because. You can Google this all day, but you also have to be very mindful that a S corporation is a flow through entity. So whatever the profits are from your business, it flows through to your personal income tax return. And so whatever is on the personal side to your return also matters. Whether you have children, what state you're located in. If you're married or single, like these are all factors that also should be considered as you're making that transition. So, I mean, I can give you a ballpark figure all day, but really, that is not as important as you having someone actually run a tax projection for you just to make sure that it's a good fit before you transition. Another reason why you don't want a DIY transitioning from a sole proprietor to an S corporation is because I have found that it is also a mindset shift that has to occur as well for entrepreneurs. So many of us, especially if you have been operating as a sole proprietor for so long, you are used to just transferring money out of your bank account. You're used to just taking the money and transferring it. There's no rhyme or reason to it. There may not even be a structure to it, right? You may just kind of empty out whatever the profits are from your business on a monthly basis, and that's how you've been operating as a sole proprietor. But the transition to an S corporation is different because of course, now you'll be paying yourself on a W-2 and likely you want it to be structured. You want it to maybe come out monthly, have bi-weekly pay, which is how a lot of entrepreneurs do it. So the point I'm trying to make is that's a mindset shift in itself, registering your business with your state, getting your payroll taxes and payroll tax account numbers set up. And you can really get confused setting up payroll for yourself. So it's not something that I would recommend that you DIY because of how complex it can be dealing with certain state agencies. So really, this is a great time for you to evaluate your business structure. So all of that really ties into all of what I've kind of told you today in this podcast because of course having the clarity on your numbers is going to help you determine your next best moves for your business structure and even if you know right now being or staying a sole proprietor is the best move for you you'll be able to watch and monitor your business so that you know some things to look out for and think about as your business profits grow so hope that was helpful I will continue to make a few more podcasts as the year closes, of things to think about to prepare you for the tax season. I'll probably try to do a podcast on some tax strategies, on things to think about before the year ends. Hope this gave you a few things to think about in quarter four. This is a good time for you to take this action, you know, since we are not yet at the end of the year. So it'll give you some time to be able to put some of these actions in place, or some things to start to put into place. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you want to hear more, please check out our other podcast episodes. I have quite a few now. Also check out our blog. It is updated monthly and all of our resources, either on exceptionaltaxservices.com or thehouseofceo.com. All right, I will see you in the next podcast episode. For all your bookkeeping, tax, business consulting, and coaching needs, check out our website, www.exceptionaltaxservices.com. We have resources and done-for-you services that can assist you in your entrepreneurial journey.